to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Hey, Falcor. Awesome. Hello. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. We're doing this live, right? I yeah. figure we're doing okay. We're not actually. Um, all right. So if you're listening to this, uh, you probably already heard. Uh, I am joined today by Captain Falcor from the Hello. YouTube channel and Twitch channel. Uh, one of the prominent Sea of Thieves community members. Who, if you don't know who Falcor is, what are you really doing with your life? What do you? What do you? What is your goal? Like you should already know this man. <laughs> well, you're actually doing a lot better things than I would be doing. So. <laughs> maybe maybe i don't know well we'll, i don't i've seen some stuff on the internet it seems like people are doing some weird stuff so we'll we'll, we'll kind of put that off and we'll judge that later um but (laughs) you're you're joining me today because of a couple reasons um one had to do a lot with uh some some controversial comments that came around uh my last episode about the hunter's yes how could you (laughs) How I, could you? <laughs> I know. I was. I was thinking that I was happy with where I was, and, I'm, and I'm, I misread a comment that that then spun into a lot of people being like, "This is ridiculous. How could these two men not agree on the same thing on the internet? How could they Clearly. have differing opinions? They both like Sea of Thieves. How could they have a differing opinion on the matter?" It's impossible. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. They should agree on everything. No, so um, yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to, to talk about that, but also we got a patch note uh, or patch mm-hmm. this this last week, as well as a dev update and uh, a few things that kind of popped up as a result of of Sea Thieves news. So um, I kind of wanted to dive into the 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 hunters call stuff just to kind of get that out of the way, so we can get back into all the things we love. But um, last sure. week. I talked about how I was happy with the with the way the reputation was, and you put out a comment that that basically talked about um, how you wanted to have some changes to the reputation. So, mm-hmm. could you give a little more clarification on on what you what you talked about in the the later posts? Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I put out the post very badly um, worded, but basically, I can see why you would think that. But I I kind of said, you know, I, I well, the post said. I want it easier. That's 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 basically what it said. It's not what I meant, but it's, it's what it said. It was right. saying I want easy mode, but no, that's not what I meant. I, the, the thing is, I've noticed that um, there's so many things with the hunter's call that uh, the, the the reputation needs to be uh, rejiggled a little bit. Um, I think I said in one of my posts that uh, if you defeat a kraken, especially when you're on a sloop, if you defeat a kraken, you're only going to get two kraken meat. Uh, I think it's four or five if you're on a galleon or a brig. I'm not sure on that, but still. Um, yeah. And it's it's a lot harder defeating a kraken or a megalodon than it is uh, fishing up a ruby splash tail. I mean, that's <laughs> let's face it. But um, they're so rare. Less... I mean, you <laughs> never see rare. them. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't. It's, it's one of the main things that I never see. In fact, haven't seen a ruby splash tail at all. I've seen about ten shredded ghosts, though, whilst <sighs> fishing for a ruby splash tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, man, I never kill them. I keep telling them to go away because I just yeah. don't. I mean, yeah. they're a weird anomaly, and I don't want to. Yeah. I want to hurt Joe's pet. Don't, don't wanna, yeah, I don't want to so. taint my account with that. Uh, with that yeah. achievement. Yeah. God, just yeah. thinking about actually having that or someone walking around with grade two—that would be 
Oh, Oof. man, that would be the uh, worst. Yeah. I'd feel so Beautiful. bad. I'd probably have to delete my account at that point if I had grade mm-hmm. two shredded mm-hmm. Ghost mm-hmm. Hunter. Well, I, I, I already have. Um, I, I mean, I was Captain um, uh, Felchlaw um, before Captain Falco, but I got the Shredder Ghost achievement five times. Ooh. I think I, So I was like, oh, nope, got to delete that. So, oh god, yeah. that's the worst, man. Because then you got to reinstall the game and you got to exactly. get all your yeah. settings and stuff. You got to buy to go, a new PC. Yeah. All the yeah, all the all the work to have to try and go back and get all the skeleton thrones again because those achievements, mm. those are important. You got to have those mm. and the, and the <laughs> beacons yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it takes a lot of work and it's it's a lot of skill involved killing or uh, uh, shooting yourself up to the beacon on on crooked mats. So. Yeah, yeah, and Marauders yeah, Arch, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not an easy thing. Not everyone can just <laughs> no. do that willy nilly. Yeah. How did we no. get on this? I've got. I can't remember. We were talking about uh, some other game. I've got. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about GTA fishing. GTA, right. yeah, GTA fishing. We were talking. Is about there actually GTA. fishing in GTA? I can't remember. Is there? I don't know. There should be. I don't know. I have. I haven't actually mm. played it. I bought it. Uh, I actually got it for free from Amazon the other uh, like December of last yeah. year. I got it for free because they were selling it for 15 You could buy it for 15 They would give you a $15 credit, and they just sent out <laughs> the game to me. So I was like, all right, well, that's awesome. Haven't touched it. Haven't touched yeah, it. Yeah. I just wanted to contribute to the MPD. That's all I cared about yeah. at that point. I was just <laughs> like, I'm going to help make sure this game stays in the top five. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, how do what, um, we, we, we talking about? We were, oh, the, the, the Hunter's <laughs> cool thing. That's just right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So you were you were talking about how the how krakens um, and, and megalodons are a lot harder to to kill and subsequently offer the same amount of reputation as a ruby splash tail. Yes, yes, and also I think if you sell a cooked ruby splash tail, it sells for more than a chunk of megalodon meat, which to me doesn't quite seem right. <laughs> it's like you know, that's like and- that's like going that's that's like going to a merchant with a battered cod. And he gives you fifteen pounds for it, and then you go to a merchant with, uh, I don't know, let's say a, a crayfish, and he gives you like a pound for it. It just it doesn't yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah, yeah. They, they need to re, they need to rebalance it a lot. Uh, like I said, I didn't really word it very well, but I meant that they should be giving um, better reputation for effort on certain things. So. Um, for example, if you killed a megalodon, you would get and cooked it. Of course, you would get um, a, a substantial amount more XP uh, or mm-hmm. reputation than you would do from just handing in, you know, the the, the average ruby tail or whatever. Um, which, but which also, makes sense. Or, yeah, I mean, it, it does, and I mean, it, especially the cracker meat because the, the megalodon meat. I mean, you run into about twenty megalodon every session these days, so it's, yeah. it's obviously you know. But the kraken is a very kind of well if if you know how to summon the kraken when i say that i mean if you know when a kraken is going to spawn then well, you can sort of market let's, it let's, a little bit let's go ahead and, and say so just give some people like some information so if if you don't know how the kraken mechanic works it's on a timer <laughs> as far as i know it's still a three hour timer but well the, yeah like is it still on that well, no. It's um the way it works is is that the the it's, skull fort and the yeah. skeleton ships are considered like world encounters, and yeah. the kraken is also considered a world encounter. And due to the yeah. memory limits of the game, they can't all happen at the same time. So, um, if which there's would no, be amazing, if, yeah, if it would be could. amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the, it really would, wouldn't it, to have everything going <laughs> off at once? But. <laughs> 
and the skeleton ship. Yeah, that would be pretty pretty intense. Can we, can but can um, we just fantasize about like a crew on a skeleton fort as a bunch of waves of skeleton ships are sailing around, <laughs> sailing towards the fort to stop you, and you know the Kraken comes up and starts taking on like skeleton ships and other oh, crews, like coming slowly towards the actual fort that you're sitting there like slaughtering skeleton on like that would be so oof. good yeah oof. yeah i want but that. can you ima- can you imagine the complaints <laughs> from- oh yeah <laughs> there'd be yeah. The- <laughs> those those of us who enjoy it but there'd be those the rest of the people that are like this is unfair i bought this I- game so i can be soloing pve <laughs> I can't believe I watched a Falco video and he said I could solo a fort and not have any complaints or worries. I'm here on Reddit sharing my opinions. Yeah. Please follow and like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so yeah, but- true though. So true. But yeah, it's it is one of those things where it, once once a fort typically goes down, if you sail away fairly quickly, you can generally spawn a kraken uh mm-hmm. fairly easily it's it's not too too bad and and if you if you go or if you're trying to get the kraken the best thing to do is go and try and actually complete a fort nearby um yeah. or at least if someone's working on a fort be like out in in an open ocean away from an island uh when it goes mm-hmm. down and the chances of having the kraken pop will be easy or be higher so yeah. but yeah so to to kind of to kind of wrap up on the hunter's call thing um your suggestion, which I, I 100% agree with, is uh, they should really tune how much reputation and gold you get based on the difficulty of the actual meat that you're turning in, not yeah, just like a, yeah. a flat rate. And Exactly, yeah. Because then, in that way then, if you did want to speed run it, uh, well, you still wouldn't be able to, but if you did want to think, I've only got an hour to play or something, what would be the best way to get the most reputation from the hunter's call? You could then go out and do a bit of megalodon hunting, and then you know that would give you the best amount of um, reputation for the for the most amount of effort. So, but yeah. as it stands at the moment, like I don't even know. I'm going to have to really, really test it because I do know things like the stormfish give you slightly more reputation than say like a plentiful or something like that. But um, yeah. I'm really going to have to properly test and see which gives you the most reputation, because I think it is the storm tails that give you the most reputation at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right on that. Mm. And and it's but, hard uh, to test. Just, it, it it is yeah yes yeah. unless he has especially like a, when you're. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say especially when you're up at later levels because I think I'm 27 now in hunter school. And mm-hmm. when you're that that, that level, like <laughs> handing in a cooked fish, you don't even see like a solitary cooked fish. You don't even see the reputation go up. It's just oh, like yeah. this tiny little, tiny little flick. So you yeah, um, you almost have to yeah. have like a separate account with uh, Game Pass just to to be able to build like a mm. fresh pirate and go out and you know. Well, I have I have actually got a, a, a fresh account that I constantly re-roll on for uh, for videos. <laughs> so oh, so I'll yeah. I'll re-roll re-roll him and. Uh, just get like some proper sort of like data from that. That'll be interesting to do for a video. Actually, there you go. There's a content idea for me. Is, I was uh, just trying to, I was just trying to think of content ideas today, and that's just popped into my head. So there you go. Yay! <laughs> See, this is this is the power of collaboration. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is is that account just called uh, Falcor Camera? Just, just so I know. <laughs> no, it's um, it's uh, Captain Bellow, which is the, Captain uh, Bellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, he's actually got a voice that guy i use him in a few videos stupid videos i make and he explains the lore of cfds oh yeah in a very 
Yeah. This is a rock. This is water. I love those. Yeah, exactly. Those are are (laughs) some of the best, honestly. It's like just the the -the over-the-top outrageous videos about the the dumbest thing is... Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just need a good laugh. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of a lot of the viewers don't get it as well because they always go, "Looks like Falcor's run out of content." I'm like, "No, no, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make you laugh. That's that's what's happening here." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This is the content. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've had this plan exactly. for months. Where's, to where's be, the to, appreciation to, for the art? <laughs> exactly. To be fair, though, I, I, it is sort of a thing where I'm like. I can't be bothered to go into a, do a really, really in-depth lore video, and I'm getting a little bit sick of it, so I'm just going to, like, make a stupid video, you know, sort of vent my system, get it all out, and, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where mm-hmm. those come from. So. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I honestly yeah. don't blame you. There's there's times where I'll, I'll put a little more work into the podcast, and then there's times where I'm just like, I need to just, like, be stupid. Just have yeah. the dumbest thing. If, if I could <laughs> just find, I need to invite Captain Falco. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I just need to learn if I can get that like falling over something and down the stairs with the dog barking joke. If I can figure, yeah. if I can get, <laughs> if, I, if I can find that, my equivalent for that, I'll be happy. <laughs> that clip has been used so many times. It's uh, yeah, it still yeah. cracks Actually, me up too. Yeah, in, in insider info for you there that's actually me throwing a cardboard box full of um like i think they were dried bananas from what i remember i had this i used to get all this stuff sent to me you know loot crate and all that kind oh, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I used to get these um these food boxes sent to me and they were just piling up and i i, I do not like dried banana I, I i resent the stuff and uh so every time i got dried banana i threw it into a box and i thought well i'll give it to a i don't know a homeless yeah. person or something one day i don't know but uh eventually <laughs> i was like no this is the perfect use for it check it down the stairs it'll sound like i'm falling down them so there you go oh that's too funny that's too <laughs> yeah. funny that's well now we've seen behind the <laughs> now we've seen behind the curtain um yeah yeah all right. Well, hopefully, hopefully this has clarified um, a little bit more about what was going on. Falcor and I are not fighting. We're not <laughs> angry at each other. Mommy and Daddy are fine. You can you can go back to yeah. watching and listening to our content and not shunning yeah. each other. Um, but one thing I did want to 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 talk about with you is um, the Ivor Novella Award mm-hmm. and oh, Robin yes, Beanland. Yes, yeah. Like that to me was um, like, I didn't know this was coming, but if you haven't heard, um, Sea of Thieves has actually won probably, probably one of the most prestigious rewards for, for, mm-hmm. uh, for music and, and for scoring and stuff is uh, that I've ever heard. I actually had to look this up. I don't know. Were you familiar with, with this award? But when, yes, when I was, I was, it? and I, I was actually very surprised. I, I mean, no disrespect to, um, uh, the real, I don't know what his proper name is now. On Twitter, Real Bino. What's his name again? Oh, Robin Beeland. Ro- that's it, Rob- Robin Beeland. Um, I didn't actually know, I didn't actually think that, oh, it's going to sound awful. I don't mean it this way. But I never you're thought he would be person. put up. I, I never thought he'd be put up. Right now. My God. Because to me, like, working for to, 25 to years for this. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, we, that. we love him. But, but we, the, the we point, the point, the, the point I'm trying to make is, is that, is that to me, that reward has always been handed out to like uh, people like Hans Zimmer and stuff like that. And I've always thought he he is in that kind of class of like uh, music, music and sound production. But 
for him to actually be put forward for that. I was like, this is amazing. Like, there's there's anybody that deserves it the most. It's this guy. And for him to, just the nomination. And then when he actually won it, I was like, this is just the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. It really, really was. It's like... Well, let's be honest. I mean, most most like award ceremony or most like groups that have like prestigious awards and stuff don't typically look at games mm-hmm. for this exactly, kind of yeah. stuff. Like this is it, like we're kind of an it, it's funny because games are separate from movies because one is uh, something that everyone can enjoy. Well, al- almost everyone can enjoy without having to be. Uh, bothered to do anything whereas games you have to play them to actually enjoy the content from them unless you're watching videos and stuff so like i understand like why you know most people wouldn't look at video games and be like oh well they they put a lot of work in there let's give them a word it's it's like well yeah they they do and they probably should be recognized but we're still in such a young mindset as as far as games are are concerned that yeah. people haven't really thought about that until until honestly our generation has gotten to the point where we're kind of the ones at the heads of companies being like no you guys really should be paying attention to this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, yeah exactly. so so if you haven't yeah, so heard oh go ahead i was just gonna say it's not it's an untapped source it really is because there's so many games out there that have got fantastic soundtracks some games that so i don't true. even like so but they've got a fantastic soundtrack yeah but yeah there's a um what was it uh the crypt of the necro dancer um they're coming out mm-hmm. with that zelda game that uh and this is kind of a weird sidetrack but that was one of those games like it has a uh, score that is just so enthralling to me i like i love listening to that because the music is so good and mm-hmm. i've never played the game and I, I i have no interest in really jumping into it until you know i get bored one day but yeah that's like another one of those things where it's like i just listened to the to the uh the score because it's so good mm-hmm. yeah so yeah really happy to to hear that robin is getting a lot of praise for the the score and, and the team in general over there the, the music exactly, crew and yeah. stuff they've done such a great yeah. job with the game's music and it, it really shows it's it's up there with with uh like black flag music and stuff like yeah it really is yeah yeah and and it's funny because both of those um have hurdy-gurdies in the in the music <laughs> yes they do yeah it's yeah. so funny this hurdy-gurdy is the thing that people are just like wait it's a what and you do yeah. it, do what with it but it just makes such a good sound it really does yeah yeah it's such a strange instrument i've actually got a hurdy-gurdy um somewhere yeah um it probably really? doesn't work anymore because they need a lot of maintenance they really really do Ooh. and it's been locked in, in an attic for probably about eight years now so it's probably just all bent and warped but yeah <sighs> rough rough yeah but uh, yeah, in I've some s- ways that makes it sound better so <laughs> i know isn't that the funny that thing that like, yeah yeah <laughs> the weather-worn one that you would expect to be like out at sea something that would be warped from the the moisture yeah exactly that's, yeah that's too funny um but yeah just to just kind of round off yeah congratulations robin that's it's such an amazing mm-hmm. thing that that you guys got the, that you got that award and i'm i'm so happy for for the any rec any kind of accolades this game has been getting it's it's so refreshing yeah. to to see people the, recognizing deserves it. a lot more as well deserves a lot more than it's been getting. it really does but, um, yeah yeah i yeah. yeah the 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 u.s centric um gaming uh media coverage has mm-hmm. panned any kind of 
like content releases that Sea of Thieves has put out and they focus solely on on shooters and stuff and it's so infuriating to me because I'm like yeah. you guys are missing such a good game right now you really are mm-hmm. and they'll they'll mm-hmm. probably come back in like a year and be like oh my god this is the most amazing game in the world where were we and it's like <laughs> you're paying attention to stuff like Anthem so yeah congrats. <laughs> god Anthem yeah god um so <laughs> speaking speaking of things that that the that the media is is like wanting from this game windows central put out a an actual article of top 50 things that sea of thieves needs and i, I don't want to dive into 50 of them but i pulled some of the ones that i thought were either good ideas or like scratching my head ideas and i kind of mm-hmm. wanted to run down these with you um were there any when you were looking at it that really kind of that kind of popped out that you didn't that that weren't on this list that we're going to go over um there was i think if i'm thinking of the right list here because i've been reading quite a few of these things from people uh there was one that was uh, it was uh boarding axes that's the only was it boarding axes or was it hold on a second let me just have a quick look yeah because i and, think it was like number 14 or something and that's but, one um, that i think is is one that we could safely assume will eventually make it to the game too because boarding axes are actually in the game as far as a model same thing with like fiddles and banjos and stuff so it's something that we know they've kind of like worked on at least Mm -hmm. prototyped and that it may just not fit into the the lore side of things as to why they need to introduce that yet but yeah i i I feel like that's one that that will actually pop in there eventually Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that they did mention um, was like spears, axes, maces, and beyond, which kind mm-hmm. of falls into that territory. But I, I don't really see um, I don't really see spears being or uh, maces, uh, maces in particular. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, it it would be good if they were just purely cosmetic they didn't offer any type of different you know combat because it would be nice to like just have a pirate that has got a mallet rather than a sword you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, just just for aesthetic reasons that would be kind of cool but i think if they incorporated too many different type of uh, types of weapons with you know different hit ratings and uh distance and stuff it would just cause a hell of a lot of work for the uh, development team it really really yeah would. um yeah but is uh, that something whereas, you want them to flesh out uh not really no i think i think um there was one actually there's one the one i would like them to add some silly things and i think one of the things was um on that list was yeah fisher's weapons yeah and i thought yeah. yes that uh, even if it didn't cause a lot of damage just to just to slap somebody with a fish would be an amazing thing um yeah yeah but but it also things that, things that you know um uh, extra things added as well such as well for for example not a lot of people have thought about this but i've started doing it a lot when i board an enemy ship whilst i'm boarding it i will eat three or four maggots as i'm boarding it because then when i'm running around slashing at people with my sword i'm throwing up on them and then of course it blinds them <laughs> and they can't see anything so um, yeah. i've been doing that quite a lot but yeah just 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 silly things like that. nothing that would change the pace of the combat but something that would add that little bit of benefit with a good laugh incorporated yeah. at the same time so yeah. yeah matt yeah bait has definitely been one of those things that i think has really kind of uh because it doesn't it doesn't make you sick in the sense that it, it you have to be drunk to get sick so yeah. you can actually just throw up for the sake of throwing up and not have it really affect your your ability to play but it is definitely 
like the tactical chunder as the achievements called <laughs> tactical chunder yeah 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 um so what do you uh like going down this list i pulled out uh like crossbows and arrow based weapons is that something like is that kind of fall into the same territory that you're happy with the combat and you're not really um Oh, I'm, I'm never happy with the combat. <laughs> so that's most of the, <laughs> most of the uh, most of the community is never happy with the combat. That's just what happens in games like this. Nobody's ever happy with the combat. But um, no, I, yeah. I think I think they just uh, yeah crossbows stuff like that. If they were going to add crossbows and burn arrows, I think they should be uh, in conjunction for other things, not for combat. So mm-hmm. um, maybe a bow, maybe a, a bow, a, a crossbow that you've got that's basically like a portable harpoon gun that kind of thing mm. so you can you can harpoon treasure toward you and then hold it and then take it to your ship that's that sort of stuff but not nothing to do with combat because i think we've got everything we need really we've got we've got long range we've got mid range we've got uh, close range and then we've got melee that's all you really need yeah um, that was that was kind so. of my my theory behind why why i wouldn't want crossbows because we've had guns and guns like flintlock pistols and stuff tend to be more piratey in that yes, in that yeah. sense um yeah. Some of the other things that I thought were kind of funny about this list were like chain shot and and uh, 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 grab shot cannonballs. Yeah, shot, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, was, I was like, why have have they never found a cursed cannonball in their life? <laughs> like, is that just not exactly, a thing? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. we kind of have that. Like, that's one of the beauties of of the the change in ship damage plus the cursed cannonballs is you can anchor exactly. them or you can raise their sails and then you can just blow up their masts and it's the same. Yeah, um, exactly. There's these, no need for it. There's no need for those extra yeah. types. I mean, it would be cool, but there's no need for it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. One one topic that I did want to touch on because uh, they they did me- me- mention a couple cool things that I think would be really cool things like whirlpools, cyclones, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. more more hazards as far as weather goes, and uh, ship cu- quarters customizations and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Some of those things would be really cool. I don't see yeah. how ship quarter customizations would work with a four person crew all trying to work out like what they want the ship to look like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But they, but the, there were a couple things in here that I feel like they put in because they were things that people didn't understand about the game that uh, they they were they just wanted to toss in here because they knew something someone would click on it and be like oh yeah that's that's what I want um, yeah, yeah and it's like vertical vertical progression and uh, persistent inventory um, two things that I think like one I kind of see and then another I just don't want at all. Um, one the persistent inventory I'd like to be able to have like at least some of the stuff that I that I log out with or at least if I'm being able to swap between ships to get more people on I'd hate to lose like all the cursed cannonballs and and grubs and stuff that I had just worked on farming up just because I wanted to bring in a new person into into Mm -hmm. the game with me Um, so something like that might help bridge the gap until they can kind of work out how they bring in uh dynamic changing for ship types um yeah because i think that's the real fix right like if if you want to go from crew to crew or if you want to change up crew size then the best way to do it would just be able to scuttle your ship and bring in a new ship uh the Mm -hmm. type of ship that you want and then have the other people join up on you yeah that's yeah that's something that's something i have wanted for a while to be able to go to a ship right and say right i want to have a brigantine now and it changes the mm-hmm. uh, the crew size 
But uh, yeah. the problem, of course, the problem is with that is that if the server's already full, how does it negotiate whether you know um, it's so bringing extra people on board? That's where I feel like the server size um, should be able to be. I think I think they need to increase the server size, but mm -hmm. not actually yeah. add the number of ships that can jump into it, and then mm -hmm. allow for this flexibility. That yeah, way, yeah. So like have saved saved slots sort of thing for a bigger crews. Yeah, yeah. So say yeah. there are like you know the, the max number of galleons or the max number of sloops, but one person wants to bump up to a galleon, then there's a little breathing room for that ship to change to a galleon and bring on more mm -hmm. people. And it would yeah. put more. It would. It wouldn't be changing the number of ships, but it would be changing the number of crews, which should be something that is always available if you have smaller size crews and you want to go up to higher mm -hmm. size crews. Like that space should be there. It shouldn't be too too big because i mean if you have the max number of galleons then you can't change a galleon to something bigger and get more people on the server but mm. you know if you if you already have the max number of ships and they're all sloops then feasibly that space should already be there because they could all be yeah. galleons uh possibly mm. or actually no i guess yeah. that's not true i'm i'm not working that math out correctly it was, yeah. <laughs> sorry do maths this time of the day yeah no <laughs> I talk. I don't do math. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted school. I would have gone to schooling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so uh, vertical vertical progression. It, can we can we agree that that's just not something that I, I think Sea of Thieves yeah. needs? No, it's I've, not. No, no, no. It's I, it's, I it's one of the main it's one of the main things that that draws me toward the game is the fact that I can bring anybody I want into the game and they can do exactly what I'm doing. There's no, there's no, uh, well, obviously they can't go on an Athena if they're not an Athena, but you, you know what I mean? They can, they yeah. can do the same combat. They can do the same missions. They can go to the same places. Um, you know, if they want to, the, if they're level one, they've only just come into the game. They can go to the devil's roar whenever they want. They can take mm -hmm. on a Megalodon whenever they want, you know? And I think if they had a different system like that, where there's a new player coming into the game and he's getting, um, destroyed by some level 10 athena who's got a minigun strapped to the front front of a ship you know it's just yeah <laughs> it, yeah something it's, ridiculous it's just, like that yeah and it, i, I feel like yeah. that's already the case like i feel like there there isn't necessarily vertical progression but there is a there is in the sense that there's like a sense of um experience gap like i had a yeah, um, yeah. a friend of mine on another discord uh silver he he messaged me today actually and was telling me that you know he was kind of bummed out because he had 15 out of the 20 chests that he was uh, digging up in, in like one out of the 10 skulls that he was working on and he was mm. going to go turn those in and he got slaughtered by a, a galleon crew of uh, pirate legends and i was like mm. dude that you know that really sucks i'm sorry um there's not much that you you know until you get good with sailing there's not mm. much you can really do against that. Like you have to be no. aware, you have to really know how to sail. You have to be able to use islands in your sails to outmaneuver mm. the larger ships and to prevent them from getting onto your ship so that you can do exactly, like drop yeah. offset stuff and to, to yeah. make sure that you turn in more frequently than, than what you currently are, you know, try not to hoard as much so it doesn't feel as bad. Yeah, um, exactly. But the vertical but it's, progression. It's, it's, stuff you, it's, it's stuff you learn over a time, really. It's just, it's just mm -hmm. these things happen, unfortunately. It's like, it's part of the game. But yeah. 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 And that, yeah. that's where I feel like the vertical, vertical progression is, is it's not necessarily a tangible, like, increase in power, 
but mm. the the more weathered of a sailor you are the the less likely you'll have problems in the game you'll be able mm-hmm. to tackle more you know if you've if you soloed yeah. a kraken you, you know there's there's a, a point where you're like okay i know like worst case scenario i might get sucked up while i'm being wrapped and mm. i i could probably still make it back to my ship and save it because i know how much a, a bucket of water can pull out of my hull and yeah, how many yeah. holes i have to uh, how many holes my ship can take before i can't out bail the water coming in kind of thing exactly yeah 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 it's so there were a couple dumb ones in here that I really just I was not impressed with, like ripping off the Apex Legends ping system. I, yes, I just, <laughs> like really, we we don't need everything from all other games to be able to do that. Yeah, I'd love to be able uh. to slide, but I I feel like the contextual menus in the game are still good enough that you sh- you can be playing with people that aren't on microphone and be able to communicate what you want from them. Mm. So. And then optional third-person view, which I think, I, I really, just, yeah, it's, it's pointless. It's it. The whole the whole point of the first-person view was to create a sense of danger. So if they've if they make a third-person view, it's just getting rid of that that um, aesthetic in the game. It's it. I, I think there was a, a prototype video showing where they actually they actually played with it, uh, played with third-person view to see what it was like, and they actually said that it was not not as um what's the word i'm looking for not as immersive as um as having it in first person i, I do agree because like if, if you're in third person you can see over the bow of your ship you can see what's coming in from behind you you can see you've got a wider view of perspective whereas if you're first person you're only seeing what's directly in front of you and that, that that's that's what i like I, I i like to be constantly having to look over the, over my shoulder because i can't see what's behind me you know what i mean Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was part of the the fear of going out into open water uh, mm. and knowing that sharks are out there is you don't hear the sharks. There's there's mm. maybe like a small audio clue to mm. let you know like there that a shark is swimming in, but uh, until you get bit and that noise comes and it's just shocking. Uh, yeah. it, it freaks me out every time I get bit, and, and unless mm. I'm actually expecting it and actually fighting a shark, but. Mm. That is the the having that first person perspective really does add to the immersion. You feel like you're digging up that chest. You feel like you're mm-hmm. fighting that other pirate and, and you know dueling with them. And you feel yeah. like you're you're firing the cannons. And Rare has done such a good job of making the making our character models uh, mm-hmm. look natural in the environment yes, when yeah. they are doing stuff that it's like okay i can look on an island and i can see someone digging something up and to them it looks like they're looking they're they're digging something up because they're the ones sticking the shovel in the ground but from my perspective it they are actually digging up dirt and tossing mm. it over their shoulder yeah and exactly, yeah. i i i would hate to see i would hate to see this game ever have like a third person perspective just because it would offer a little more visibility for the people that aren't doing their due diligence of paying attention to what's going on in their surroundings and yeah. learning that sense of, of um, I don't even know what it would just like needing to needing to constantly like look up, check the horizon, you know, go back yeah. to what you're doing, find a high spot, jump up there, check to see if anyone's close no okay our coast is clear go back down and start doing mm-hmm. what you're doing and stuff like yeah getting yeah. learning how to do that is is integral to to surviving in this game and that's part of the, mm-hmm. the pleasure of it yeah exactly 
be the last thing I wanted to talk about is something that I actually really am hoping comes more often, uh, and that's the seasonal events and contests. Mm-hmm. And I likened this comment more to what they did with the double gold, double XP weekend, where mm-hmm. I felt like they were they recognized that they wanted to push people to get to Pirate Legend before the anniversary update came out. Yes, and yeah. I think I think I thought that was great for the game. I thought that was. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know what was it back in December that Joe had mentioned that there was like the highest concurrency that they had seen since launch uh, yes, when yeah. when they were doing the Gilded Athenas and stuff like that. Like, I, I really feel like the Build Rad Adventures is great when they want to add smaller content updates. But to be perfectly yeah. honest, them adding things like the mercenary missions and the Gilded missions and the uh, the double XP weekends, I think those are things that would really, really kind of add some flavor to each week uh, throughout yes, a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I yeah, and I, totally I desperately, agree. yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask you if are are there like do you want them to do kind of like what they did with the guild of athenas where they have like a holiday event and like a halloween event and stuff like are you looking for more of those oh yeah definitely i i i i love those events <laughs> they are mm-hmm. fantastic um okay. uh i definitely think they should have um some proper like sort of pirate themed events because there was what's the um what's this there was a proper pirate holiday oh god damn it what was it called? what was it called I keep on thinking the blood I moon. Know. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. I'm gonna have to Google that later. But there's uh-huh. there's a few um, uh, astrological, um, well, not necessarily events. pirates, but buccaneer type events where they would they would celebrate a certain constellation or something like that. I can't oh, okay. remember what it was. Yeah. But they, they, uh, but- once, once I look that up, they should do stuff like that. So it's very keep within the pirate law. Um, and do you also think just. They- you know, do you think Come. they could add stuff in there that's like uh, like pub crawls or, or being oh, able to yes. have uh, uh, you know things that would be more piratey? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a pub crawl is a great idea. Have you know you've got to go to every tavern, you've got to drink a certain type of drink. They say each tavern supplies a new type of grog, and every tavern the grog does something slightly different to your character. So you yeah. go to uh, the Daggertooth outpost, you drink your grog, and you. I don't know. You get like the, the mm-hmm. venom, the venom uh, effect on you, and it lasts for like ten minutes or something. And and you have to get yeah. back in your ship and get to the other outpost before that that effect that wears off. off. And then yeah, yeah. there's stuff like that. That that, that would they, be awesome. They could definitely do some fun stuff. Belching, <laughs> you know, replacing vomit with fire, just belching fire. I think that would be a <laughs> a great yeah. idea. You know, hold your lantern yeah. up to your face and you just belch and just like. <laughs> get all this <laughs> just setting stuff ablaze and chasing pigs yeah. with belching fire i could i could see uh, so many videos of, of trying to cook pigs before they're actually killed uh, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. with belching fire um yeah. and i i agree uh I'm, I'm right there with you i love the festival of the damned i thought it fit really well and the God, the the whole weekly stream that they did with the face paint and the costumes uh, was mm. absolutely fantastic. I really, was, really yeah. loved yeah. it. Uh, and the the whole festival or the the, um, the 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 Christmas event that they did the uh, 
with all the garland and, and the music and stuff like mm-hmm. I it, it 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 didn't seem to do too well on YouTube, but I didn't expect it to. But I no. really just wanted to have like a one hour Yule log uh, from Sea of Thieves. <laughs> So I yeah. just sat there and recorded <laughs> just recorded an hour of me sitting in front of, of Duke the Dark Lord in front of the <laughs> fireplace while the music was going and it was and it was great because the music was just it was all kind of Christmassy themed. You know, they added some yeah, sleigh bells yeah. in there and it sounded great, but um I'm kinda hoping that we get a, a few more events like that throughout mm-hmm. the year, something that really yeah. kind of celebrates like, you know, the the summer equinox and stuff um yeah and and being able to have some fun with that i do actually remember um uh there was it was long 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 before um tall tales was ever even mentioned um and uh there was some screenshots being sort of thrown around the place on various forums and and google image results and stuff of a chest which actually now we know to be the um uh the chest that you receive uh from the wild bros and I remember people were speculating whether that was going to be a chest for Valentine's Day. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. and people were saying they're going to have a Valentine's Day event. And I was very, very oh, disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really a Valentine's-type person. Me and my wife both think it's a very kind of, you know, commercialized thing. Like, why have one day of the year when you to celebrate your love for someone when you can do it every day of the year? You know, but still. Yeah. Um, but uh, Controversial um, from Captain Falcor. Controversial, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my subscribers. Oh, um, dear. <laughs> now you're safe. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it was a very disappointing that you didn't have anything like that. And I, that, I had so many ideas for that as well because I was thinking you could have like because uh, all Valentine's Day is supposed to be about love and giving and sharing and stuff so I thought mm-hmm. you could every, everybody could have a chest when they log on that's like a little heart chest that you can't cash in yourself you can't make any money on it whatsoever but what you yeah. can do is put it on your ship and give it to somebody else and it's kind of like giving out love type thing I thought that would yeah. be a cool thing but yeah um, yeah I was I was mm-hmm. actually thinking that was kind of what we were going to get for Christmas actually is is you would, yes yeah like you would dig up something you would give you would go reverse pirate someone and you only got credit if they turned it in. And you know, you would, you, you know, it would, it would be one of those things is like, Hey, you know, let's go turn this in. You can get some free gold. I'll get the credit and then we'll go have a, have a grog in the tavern. (laughs) And then I'll, then I'll kill you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Most likely. So, um, but yeah, I I was looking forward to, to, I, I too thought that the, that the wild rose stuff that we were seeing, seeing data mine stuff on was, was going to be tied into a, uh, into a Valentine's day thing. It wasn't, but to be perfectly honest, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy with what they came out with instead too, because the wild, the wild rose uh, tall tale was great. It really Um, was, yeah. Trying to think. Uh, so to to kind of push on we did get an update this last week and it seems like this update was mostly just bug fixes and mm-hmm. trying to work on uh some of the things that were were issues with people having problems with um completing tall tales and stuff uh but the mm-hmm. one thing that i wanted to bring up with you and this has kind of been echoed around the uh the the rest of the community is the the curse that you get at the end of all of the commendations um Mm -hmm. not representing uniformly for everyone and Mm -hmm. i wanted to ask you because in my mind i i think it's kind of cool that everyone looks a little different all the gold hoarders tend to look different as far as their their gold or their curse 
Um, is this something that you're okay with them doing like a uniform curse of? Uh, well, I mean, for, for, from a technical perspective, yes, but from a aesthetic perspective, no. Um, I, I, it would be nice if once you get the gold hoarder curse, you've got like four or five of them, and you can mm. choose between those four or five, um, rather than just everybody looking identical. Because I've seen so many people now; it's it's the numbers are uh, rising steadily, but I'm seeing more and more people running around with their shirts off with the gold hoarder's curse, and. I was on I was on an open crew the other day actually, and there was three people. All, all my crew members, apart from me, had the gold hoarder curse, and I'm like, you you all look pretty much identical because it does cover cover a large majority of the body. Um, yeah, but uh, you just all look look identical, and it would be great if you could yeah have different types. So you could have one that just covers your eye, or you could have one that covers your entire torso, or you could have one that um, yeah you know, only only uh, only covers one arm like Rathbone and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely it would be, needs to change it. I think it would be interesting if we had one, but in the options to apply it, they gave you a radial, and the radial just kind of shifted the texture on you, so okay. that say if you're at the at the twelve o'clock position on a on the face of a clock, if you rotated it to like a, a three o'clock position, the whole texture would wrap around your body. Right, okay. So the shape of it would essentially be the same but you could you could move it around the the actual part of your body mm, um, yeah some something kind of like that to actually to to that way it wouldn't change the actual skin texture just the just the the xyz placement mm-hmm. of it on your pirate um mm. although i, I yeah, have yeah, no yeah. clue how hard that would actually be to to program <laughs> I, I leave I mean, that for I mean, better minds yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, uh, thinking about how they would do it, I, I suppose it would be easier to have four or five different looks rather than to have a radial menu because then I'd have to do that. And as if they, if they had the radial menu for use in other things, then it would make more sense. Like for example, just regular tattoos. Like if you had a radial menu for those as well, so you could position tattoos where you want them. You would, mm, you know, yeah. Give it, give it. But to just have that radial menu just for the one specific curse, the it, one it thing. Be, yeah. And also, yeah. One, yeah. one thing I wanted to bring up, actually, that I forgot to uh, what forgot to write down was um, I noticed as well the curse for the Order of Souls. I only noticed this the other day when I was live streaming and somebody uh, told me about it. But the flavor text for it um, says that the the Order of Souls curse that you get from um, which one? Which curse is which one is that? Is it? Um, I think that's two. I yeah, I want to say. Two. I want to say the fla- Small Tales too. Yeah, but the the flavor text for it says um, that it's Kraken blood. And oh, it's really? how the yeah it says how that's how the order of the souls look into the nether realm by uh, covering their eyes in kraken kraken blood. Well, if, and that, heck, if that's the case, then how come every time I slash a kraken, I don't <laughs> I don't have these these mystical visions of yeah. where all the treasure is. Yeah, exactly. That, God damn it! That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> although, although, say, although saying that, I've never been off the ship with the kraken blood in my eyes. So who knows? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. They they did fix some things uh, with this update too that kind of let you use the harpoon in new ways and one of them is actually mm-hmm. to be able to harpoon people from the kraken's uh, maw or maws yes um, yeah which I, I think was I I never thought about doing that but now that they mention it it makes a lot of sense that that would be something mm-hmm. that should should be possible um, yeah and it looks like they did did that with a lot of things like a lot of harpoon interactions are are reacting properly and stuff 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To, to, you know, now that I think about it, the thing that I was kind of upset about is kind of like with the tattoos where you can only have one set active at a time. And mm-hmm. from what I understand, the same thing applies to uh, the curses as well. Like you can only have one of the curses active at any time. And mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of a bummer because I think, you know, I, I would love to just see some really old gangly looking pirate who just has like all the scars, all the tattoos, all the curses, and just be like, I've had a good life. I'm ready to go now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my God, that man has been through a lot. Would you like to buy me a grog? Uh, sure. What do you got to Come tell me, buddy? Come for a while. <laughs> Stay a Come. while and listen. <laughs> yeah. Come meet the missus. Yeah, <laughs> have fun storming the skeleton fort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I, I think there's definitely some room for uh, for growth in in as far as like the actual co- uh, tattoos and curses, the cosmetics for your your person and stuff. Because I think a lot of people tend to gravitate towards certain ones, and uh, mm. they kind of build their story up. But we really don't have a good way to represent that all the stuff we've done like i can't show that i've been scorched by the the devil's roar and mm. have uh the the scars from the fights from the uh the the curse sales uh yeah. and the and you know being able to to show that i've i've taken on the gold hoarder and stuff um yeah having, having a way to really kind of represent all of that at once mm. would would be kind of cool uh in yeah. in my mind i just don't know how difficult of a thing that is um mm. With the introduction of curses, are there any that you're you're looking forward to possibly having in the future? Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about it quite often, but a merfolk curse would be awesome. I'm not talking about having a fishtail; that would just be taking things too far. Also, it'd look quite awkward on the deck of a ship flapping around. But true, <laughs> true. But uh, a lot just harder to load a cannon. <laughs> yeah, true. It'd be a lot easier to be a cannonball, though. But uh, yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> Lady and cannon. A lot more aerodynamic. Um, yeah, true. Uh, but yeah some scale sort of thing going on i think would be cool like kind of mm. scale text around the eyes or maybe even like giving you web fingers or something you know something like that uh but I, I would definitely i would definitely like to see like better not that i'm saying the curses are awful but better curses in the sense that uh like the order of souls curse i would like to see a skeleton curse that is very similar to like one of the warsmith so yep. one of your arms becomes a skeleton arm you know things like that that would yeah. be awesome yeah. yeah, that's uh, I I know. Um, so uh, Nick, who's uh, formerly Captain Nightmare, is now Tobacco Skunk. Uh, mm-hmm. That was something that during during the whole Wanda uh, kind of weeks leading into Curse Sales, that was something that when we found out about that tech being introduced for characters, and mm-hmm. that they could actually segment parts of the body to have different textures on that was something that we were very excited about because he's mm. been he and i have been a huge proponent for the the sea of the damned and being mm. able to explore that realm and um mm. gosh we gotta oh man okay sorry this is this is i just realized where we're at we're at over 50 minutes and i haven't even gotten to talk about <laughs> some of the lore stuff that we wanted to talk about um but yeah being able to have curses that uh, affect you like being able to be part skeleton or, or part mm. cursed and stuff and slowly kind of build up your story your lore based on some of the options given i think uh or some of the things that that rare really really needs to find a way to put in 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's probably where the, the direction they're going. I think these are just like kind of teasers for now. They're probably working on better ones to come. Um, yeah. But we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully. And mm. for things to come, uh, we had a couple couple ideas um, about what possibly could be coming in future updates uh, based mm. on some of the end game stuff that we found with Tall Tales. So you want to talk about mm. some of the stuff we found down in the, uh, the Shores of Gold? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a hell of a lot of stuff on Shores of Gold. I mean, you know, it, it's it's mentioned in the book. Well, we call it Tribute Peak because that's what it's called. But um, uh, it, I mean, obviously the Gold Hoarder's layer is not exclusive to the Gold Hoarder. He 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 moved in. He's a tenant. He's, he's he took that area from whatever originally had that area. And um, yeah, obviously that was that was the Ancients, or it could have been a mix of the Ancients and the Merfolk. Um, but looking at all the architecture and stuff down there, there's there's um, it's it's bringing to light what this architecture is we see in all of the world that has been there before, um, the sort of the archways and then those weird kind of uh, faces that was present in the uh, the unmarked island at N thirteen and other places. Mm-hmm. But um, now we're actually seeing what those things do, and um, those unmarked faces seem to be just things that will uh, let out water like in the uh in the, the puzzle crypts that's what happens if when you put the when you start it off they they open their mouths water comes pouring out and it fills up the room and the, there's so many areas within the game um in fact there's an area at N13 um that is separate from the cave uh and it's in between the reefs and if you dive down there's a whole area that's got these sort of archways and those heads and everything and it's completely flooded you can't you can't there's no surface to it it's in a big cave and you can't get to the top but it looks like a very sort of ceremonial type area Mm -hmm. and um it's been completely flooded and it really does make me think i mean i'm really going off on the tangent here but it really does make me think that maybe the sea of thieves was had a lot more land on it before the merfolk came along and they used these sort of artifacts and stuff to create more water so they had more of a uh a um civilization to roam around in and yeah. it's the reason why there's this there's not much landmass in the sea of thieves because the mermaids were like well this is our home you know we'll leave you a bit so, of land but yeah so what you're saying is that the merfolk basically harnessed the idea of manifest destiny and decided that it was <laughs> their right to start flooding the lands and taking mm. over the seas and in, in sea of thieves yeah sort of yeah kind of i mean <laughs> There must there must have been <laughs> there must have been a point where the I, I think the merfolk are like the most ancient of things there, aren't they? Because there was the ancients, but I think they kind of moved in afterwards. I think the merfolk were there long before them. I might be wrong on that. But, no, um, I, I I'm inclined to agree. I, I'm yeah. fairly certain that the that the merfolk have definitely been around a lot longer than the humans, mm. and that the humans yeah. just kind of cropped up out of yeah. nowhere. And, and and it wasn't it wasn't until the the earrings that they made the pearl earrings uh, mm-hmm. that allowed us to actually communicate with the merfolk mm. yeah so so i i i think i think there's a but they, 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 obviously there's a lot of stuff down in the i know they're just um waypoint markers but the waypoint markers or the, the thing that you interact with to get back to your crew are mermaid statues and they're 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 non-cursed mermaid statues they're just you know as you would see a merfolk within the game and for them to put that down just as waypoint markers, but for them to put that in the cavern where the gold hoarder resides, makes me believe that that place uh, was there. Wasn't there a part in the book 
where they talked about there was a sort of a palace or a meeting area they went to, which was like where the ancients and the merfolk used to meet up and discuss things about the world. It was kind of like a house of commons yeah. for the ancients and the, and uh, yeah. I'm wondering if that's that's one this this area is one of those such places which the the gold hoarders like taken over and you know put all this gold yeah there, actually, yeah. It's it's interesting because yeah, there was a part in in Athena's Fortune where they talked about how Mercia and Ramses uh, found one of these meeting places between the ancients and the Merfolk, mm -hmm. and there was always an offering that that came with it, uh, but that was typically where they would have these kind of conversations about you know stories and information about what's going on mm -hmm. between the two worlds, uh, mm -hmm. and and. I'm, I'm definitely I feel like uh, this is and this is just me kind of thinking on my uh, like what I think actually happened but I feel like those statues were something that were um, put in as kind of like a, a like they're used as waypoints now but mm. I think at the time when the ancients were at their temple that these mm. were used to kind of like summon the merfolk to the temple like they kind of like use use this as kind of like a uh it's it's a weird way to weird reason to, or weird thing to kind of compare this to but kind of the red phone on the president's desk to call batman <laughs> like, yeah sure i got you it i know it's a weird reference but for some reason it's like i feel like that was that, that the statues were kind of like a, a tuning fork to kind of to kind of summon all of the uh the 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 merfolk or maybe not a tuning fork like a dog whistle i don't know that's degrading mm -hmm. i shouldn't be saying <laughs> but i can't think of a way to like a spot in the mean, sky yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's either that theory which i kind of lean more towards that because i feel like we're going to be interacting with those a lot more in the future or mm -hmm. it's one of those things that i think either that rathbone put down in there as a, a way to kind of protect himself from the traps because um, mm. he knows that they would that that's where he would come back if he did get sent to the ferryman while he was having his minions and stuff uh, bring mm. down treasure but that that doesn't hold up as well in my mind mm. yeah yeah so because I mean you can you can see that the the the, um, the entire area below well it's I, I called it his cabin but it's not really it's more kind of a place yeah. it's it's yeah it's it's because I mean, he he obviously he put down all the traps. He put down all the the, the spikes and the you know the the the, the booby traps yeah. that you have to go through. Uh, well, not necessarily him, but you know he he had a part in it. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, but there's there's if you look at the architecture and uh, try and imagine it without all that stuff, there's so many open areas like that big pit with all of the which you have to you know you have to turn the mast to get over the. Um, sort of the platform bit where you've got to run over the masts and jump and but there's so mm -hmm. many there's so many spikes at the bottom there but if you imagine none of those spikes being there none of those bb traps being there that that was a huge open space uh, mm -hmm. that could have very easily been filled with water and it could have been yeah. the area in which they you know they they used to talk with the merfolk or summon them there or something i would yeah. love to go down there actually i'm gonna try that at some point i would love to see if there's a place where i can jump down and not get killed and get my torch out and see if there's any any secrets there that are lying yeah. around that would be quite kind of cool yeah i've, yeah. I've definitely spent a, a, quite a while from time to time just kind of like rubbing up against walls and, and trying to find any kind of little tidbits of information or, mm. or any kind of weird stuff that's that's over there 
Um, yeah. And and the, this discussion all kind of leads me to two things, uh, which which were kind of lore points that I wanted to talk on, that mm. deal with Diving Bell and mm-hmm. her reference uh, in in uh, it, as weird as it is, uh, Chris Alcock, who was the author for Athena's Fortune actually responded to a tweet that didn't specifically mention um, my inquiries about the character in the journals that Briggsy wrote about mm. the girl or the woman who had the pearl earrings, the merfolk earrings. And yeah. he actually confirmed that that was actually um, Diving Bell's earrings. And that's right. who, who he found, who he overheard talking about the Shroudbreaker. And right. um, I was kind of wondering because in in my mind the the person the the two people or the person that had the merfolk earrings was Mercia, and mm. she was talking with uh, Ramses about the Shroudbreaker in the first Tall Tales, according to her journals. But mm. do you know why Diving Bell would have been talking about the Shroudbreaker? No, actually, no. Um... I think there's a few things within Tall Tales that that are a little bit um, <laughs> con- contradicting of the law. Let's just say that there's a few things that that, uh, for example, the very first Shroudbreaker um, uh, one, where the, the the pirate lord's talking about being pursued by the burning blade, and mm-hmm. I'm, I remember when I first read that, and I was like, but in Tales of Sea of Thieves. He wasn't. He never met with the pirate lord, and the pirate lord was still actually a um, living person at the point when. Uh, yeah. It's just it's it's all all a little bit weird, but no, I I I haven't actually come up with a theory as to why that that is a thing. Maybe that's something that will come in in the future, but yeah, um, it that actually that brings up another point too. Is, is yeah, we we haven't heard of any interactions between Flameheart and Ramsey either. Mm. No, which which no. is kind of interesting. So there's the in in from what I uh, funny enough, thanks to um, Pickeroon uh, or Aaron, who's who's over at Rare now, he talked about placing the journals um, yeah. for Tall Tales and mentioned how Chris was actually the one that wrote all of the the lore for those. Okay. So. And, and and in my mind, that's really strange because, like you said, there are some things in there that don't quite line up. Like, why mm. why would Diving Bell have earrings uh, that we know she found, but why would she be talking about the Shroudbreaker? Um, mm. And also, you know, why is Ramses being attacked by the Burning Blade? And mm. there's there's definitely a large gap between what they know and what we know as far as lore goes and mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. where they could potentially be pushing us in the mm. future which brings into question something that i've wondered and that something that you brought up on twitter the other day about how many daggers are in the back of the pirate lord mm. and we found out that uh it's it's three thanks to to that and I couldn't honestly remember prior to the update, like how many he had in his back. I knew mm. he had daggers in his back, but I didn't pay attention to how many. No. But he's he's got three daggers in his back. And you had a theory about. Um, well, actually, I'll let you tell tell everyone. Well, what yeah, your I mean, was. I mean, I, I, it's never been explained. I know that Chris Holcock is bringing out a new um, book, a new novel. Is it this year he's bringing it out, or has he just started on it this year? I, I can't th- remember, but. I th- Think the work's been yeah. I don't think it's coming out this year, but I think it is coming out next year. 
Okay. But um yeah, he um we still don't know how the pirate lord died. It doesn't even say that at the end of the first novel. It's just sort of it ends with him is in it I've forgotten the name of the the other protagonist in the book, but she gives him his ring back and then he explains to her that Athena was his wife and all that. Anyway. But um Mercia? Was it Messiah? Yeah, it was Messiah, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, first other, mate. yeah, yeah. Just couldn't remember the um the, the name of them, but um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, the, it's still not explained why he died. And I mean, I don't think he was betrayed. I really don't think he was betrayed. A lot of people think he was, but if he was betrayed, then why is he in a Athena's? He seems very happy about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's always got a smile on his face. He's you know he, he never once mentions like you know. Oh, I, I'm I'm here from not from my own will or anything like that. And I think he was around. I think that he became a spirit, didn't he? Before the ship of the damned was a thing. So, so yeah. There's a weird. There's a weird kind of like thing because I I I don't know about you, but I tend to I tend to feel like the the person that was that became the ferryman um, was a friend of mm. Ramses because I feel like there had to be some sort of pack involved because the ferryman wasn't around during the time mm. that um, Morrow or uh, Captain Morrow and her crew died in the Devil's Roar because they didn't mm. come back but yeah. it, he was definitely around after Ramses became the pirate lord spirit in in mm. Athena's fortune so I feel yeah. like there there had to be some sort of connection between uh ramses yeah. yeah like ramses in in my i don't know if i'm kind of working out like a theory in my head right now um shooting from the hip i'm just thinking like uh ramses died as uh as an agreement with people involved and he went and bargained to whoever to have mm. the ferryman become the ferryman so that adventurers could sail in the sea of thieves without fear of death and they could continue mm. to have their voyages until their time was up mm. um and as such the master of the ferryman is either ramses or someone that ramses made a deal with but mm. for ramses to get to the sea of damned he had to have uh enough unfinished business to warrant being a spirit if i'm just kind of pulling from other lore for why we believe yeah. in specters and stuff um yeah. for him to be able to make that kind of a bargain so to say that he was betrayed i think is, is or that he was betrayed is a little far i i definitely agree that i don't think he was betrayed but i can't think of three people who would agree to stabbing him in the back before well, I mean, he died. Yeah, I, I think, to be honest, because I, I said in, in my tweet that um, he's got three daggers in his back, which incidentally is the same amount of daggers needed to vote on a voyage when you're on a galleon. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like to think that it's some, in some ways some symbolic because um, he is literally the, the greatest pirate that ever lived. He is everything that you hunt for in the sea of thieves is basically a result of him and his crew in a sense and yeah i i like to think that those daggers are more kind of a symbolic gesturing that he is the voyage you know what i mean he's he, mm-hmm. he's literally the voyage and that's why he's got three daggers in his back because he's been voted for you know that's maybe 
I don't know, maybe, maybe that's the, the ceremony to become the Pirate Lord. You need to be stabbed in the back three times. I don't know. But um uh I can't believe I can't believe you're objectifying Ramses. He is <laughs> he is more than just some goal, some achievement. He has some purpose ach- and feelings of his own. My gosh. Can you I'm sorry. He's... I'm sorry, listeners. Don't listen to this to this objectifying rhetoric coming from this. I'm, I'm, this pr- I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say so, I'm gonna say something controversial. It isn't all about the glory. Let's just face it here. <laughs> Sometimes we I mean, just want the ten thousand dollar thing. Man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that, the thing is, is um, like, remember, it's not it's not about the gold; it's about the glory. By the way, he has a skull; it's worth quite a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> like, lose just, this. Yeah, but still, um, yeah, I, I I think that I don't think he was stabbed on the back, stabbed in the back by people who you know wanted to do it. I think it was more of a uh, a ceremony of such, or, or I don't know where the law would go with this. But I think that, like you said, I think he definitely was friends with a ferryman, and I think looking at the law books for the ferryman. I think he was already in sort of a dying state before he took this potion or something that he said he said he downed the potion to kill himself. And I think I think it was a sense of like um maybe he the ferryman um uh what's the word? I, I tell you what, my, my brain is not operating properly today. I'm, I couldn't I'm even I couldn't really I couldn't even remember the word brilliant earlier on. I was trying to spell <laughs> brilliant. I couldn't spell it. Um, oh man. He, uh, well, I'm, he, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like I'll, I'll kind of vamp for you a bit but uh, I'm trying yeah. to think of like whether like in the story of him dying he talks about you know like him drinking poison and going to the top of the, the top of Kraken's fall and dying underneath mm-hmm. the uh, the actual the, the dying tree and stuff and yeah. it's that is so out of the the complete area of where I thought his story was actually at like I actually expected a lot larger of a of a of a, of a a story to be kind of told and then to come mm. to find out like he just it's like he almost committed suicide for some reason mm, to become yeah. the ferryman and i don't like was he being chased was he in fear was he already dying who mm. who was he becoming ferryman for uh yeah. you know what what was the the decisions leading up to his his decision to, to do that well like yeah, the thing thing is, he he talked well. Not I don't know. I, don't, I can't actually remember who it is who wrote the journals for for that. Uh, oh, the some the kid. Woman. That's it. It was a kid, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah but he was, he was he was ghost he was ghost hunting basically. But um, yeah, yeah. But he, I think, if I had to say, I, I'm going to go completely out on a limb here, but I'm going to say that the uh, the ferryman was. Um, uh, in may, maybe not part of the crew with the pirate law, but I'm going to say he was good friends with Ramsey, and mm-hmm. I think I'm going to say I'm going to say that Ramsey was already dead, and he some the 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 ferryman using his lantern to look to peer through to the netherworld somehow talked to um, Ramsey, and Ramsey was like, you know, hey dude, you've got to help me out here. Like I got killed by. I don't know a cannon shot to the face or something. <laughs> I need yeah. a way for me. I need a way for me to come back. Uh, could you help me out? And uh, the ferryman's like, "Yeah, sure. What do I need to do?" And he's like, "Well, you just need to drink this potion, die. You know, no biggie." Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think the I think the ferryman was already in a position where he must have got into a battle, maybe with Flameheart. Who knows? Got into a battle with somebody and was already dying anyway. So he kind of said, mm. "Well, all right, you know, I, I will I will do this for you." And in the process. 
and I think this is where the daggers come into play. I think the the daggers in Ramsey's back are not daggers that were given to him in like when he was alive. I think they are daggers that were given to him, some sort of ghostly phantom daggers that tether him to like the uh, the real world, so to speak, rather than the phantom realm. Um, uh. And they were they were given to him by the ferryman once he drank this potion and became the ferryman. And then yeah. the the deal was is that you know. The, the pirate door can continue to live on in his tavern, but uh, the ferryman had to continue living on the ship and uh, ferrying the lost souls back to the real world so that the pirate door can continue to uh, be the greatest pirate in all of history. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's a kind of... What do you, what do you think about... Um, so going off of Tall Tales number seven, we mm. track down the spirits as a result of the ferryman's lantern from mm. the the crew of the morning star mm. and yeah. i so i have full disclosure i haven't had time to be able to do that one again to be able to go listen to all of the uh all, okay. i was journal hunting last time i did it and i didn't get a chance to go and read all of the dialogue from the crew members mm. but there's three of them mm. yes and, exactly and yeah. they were looking for the shores of gold and the shroud breaker mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought to. I never thought to think about them actually. Yeah. So that just kind of I mean, popped in my head. And the one, the one thing I, the one thing I do them. remember them talking about though, which I thought was a little bit laxed, I think. But a couple of them talk about whether they want to go back to the real world or not, or whether they're just going to carry on in the spirit realm. And I was a that bit. Was, uh, I was sort of like, hey, what? Wait, what? How does this work now? What? <laughs> it's like yeah. This, like they've been dead for God knows how. How does this work? It's it's weird. I, I there's there's lots of loopholes and things that need to be clarified about the law. And yeah, I think that's one of them. It's like what? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. It. He's just gonna come back? I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's interesting for sure. And um, to kind of wrap up on this topic, because there's one one quick thing that I did want to mention for everyone before mm. we head out. Um, is the overarching theme of Briggsy and her skeleton captains um, mm-hmm. trying to have the curse of the dead lifted from them. Ah, yes, yeah. That is and very interesting, that. Yeah, so do you think that they'll... Because in, in my mind, and, and a lot of this kind of goes based off of... Um, some of the, the stuff that I was thinking about, like what what could be coming in the future of Sea Thieves is I feel like the next update that we'll probably be getting will probably be tying around the merfolk uh, based mm-hmm. on the hints. And then I think after that, we're going to have um, a visit from Wanda the Warsmith or Captain Warsmith. Mm-hmm. And then we'll probably see Flameheart. That's kind of my tentative theory mm-hmm. on as far as like content update goes. Mm-hmm. And this is all kind of stemming from you know what what i think they want to do with some of the stuff that we have in the game but also this idea of uh the curse of of the you know becoming an undead skeleton being a possible thing that could be lifted Mm, and mm. that just never occurred to me because we've been slaughtering these skeletons for so long (laughs) that it's hard to think like you know these these are people and yeah. a lot, and, and these people have memories, and these people don't necessarily want to be undead. They want to be pirates mm. again. They want to become regular pirates, and I, and it makes me wonder if, you know, if we can find 
this cure for being an undead pirate that might introduce a way that we could have a way to control the curse, which kind of goes mm. back to the, the cosmetic the thing that we were, yeah. yeah. Um, being able to have it for certain parts of your bodies and stuff. But what do you, what do you think mm. about like, you know, and, and just to kind of preface this, I've been, I've been reading some world of Warcraft lore and there's a lot in there that talks about the forsaken, which are a group mm. of, uh, of the faction for the horde that are undead for anyone that doesn't know world of Warcraft. Um, uh, anyone that's anyone that's read that book knows that there are a subsect of that forsaken that have their their memories of being humans and want to be reunited with their living counterparts mm-hmm. and that started getting me on this thought about you know like the curse of the of the damned uh on mm-hmm. these on these skeletons and how they retain their memories and how they don't want to necessarily be undead again do you think that mm-hmm. we would ever see a time where we would be going out to actually try and cure some of the skeletons as opposed to just murdering them. Yes, I do. I, I think I think next time we see Warsmith, I think it's going to be a somewhat friendly encounter where she's going to come back and say, I mean, this is a really sort of relaxed version of the law, but I think she's going to come back and be like, hey guys, my bad, sorry. You know, I, I did some bad mm-hmm. things, but I don't like being in a skeleton. You know, I miss I miss having, you know, dinner and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. any, any chance I've heard about this curse you can lift? Could you come and help me out? You know, and I think there's going to be a, a whole campaign leading around her where you go and find uh, uh, some sort of um, uh, artifact that lifts the curse. Um, mm-hmm. But I think uh, this is what I want to happen, not necessarily what I think will happen, but I think that, the watersmith's going to come back. We're going to go looking for this curse. We're going to go try and help her, uh, and then we're going to finally find the place where this curse is. But uh, sorry, where this artifact is to lift the curse, but the, it's actually missing. And then later on, we're going to find out that Flameheart has been amongst us all the time, and mm-hmm. he already had the curse lifted. And he's—I don't, I don't know who it'll be. I think you're probably thinking the same I, lines as me i think but, yeah <laughs> yeah but um but uh he's gonna be he's he's been here all along and he's gonna reveal himself and say ah you know you you caught me well you know i've, I've been here all along i've i know all about your secrets and it's gonna it's sort of launch this whole new campaign where this person that we always trusted is actually our main villain and he's been well, with us from the start well <laughs> so someone that everyone else trusted i've been calling this dude out for a long time <laughs> yeah. yeah and the the day will come when <laughs> when i am vindicated <laughs> and i will be i will be so happy that i'm like see see exactly. why were we doing this stuff <laughs> yeah it would make perfect make sense, sense then? wouldn't it yeah, yeah it i would i would love sense. that that I mean, we, we the, don't know. We we don't actually know what Flameheart looks like as well with flesh. There's no pictures of him or anything. So, so um, yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, you know, he could be he could be a rather large fella because you know, without without his flesh, he's just going to be bones, isn't he? So, look, um, all I'm all I'm saying is, is you can't call it the bilge rats faction if there's only one bilge rat. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I I love it. I, I think that's I think that's awesome. I, I would love to see that. I would even I would even push you to to twist it on its head and make the warsmith the new Flameheart and have Flameheart being the one that wants the redemption 
uh, for, ah, for realizing, re- you know, because everything that happened to them was all kind of pretty like they, mm. they really weren't asking for it. Wanda no. kind of feels like she's asking for it. She even had the <laughs> uh, the the quote unquote true pirate code in her workshop. Yes, uh, yeah. she's she's the one that kind of sought out this power. And and I, I feel like Flameheart kind of stumbled across all this. And if anything, I would I would actually be kind of interested to see his his kind of uh, introduction and then, hmm. you know, have them kind of play out the, the the twist at the end where you, where you find out like he's actually sending out these crews to try and find this artifact to, to um, bring back, you know, he's having them go out and bring tributes to the skeleton forts in the hopes mm. that one of the things that they find is in fact, the, the quote unquote uh, special uh, artifact that mm. r- r- removes the curse of the damned uh, so mm. that they can become human again. Mm. Like yeah. beauty and the beast. Yeah. <laughs> he just needed true yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. All along. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, fade, fade the credits. Yeah, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. I would, I would end the show on that, but I do have the one little bit of information that I wanted to put out to people, and I actually, I don't know how hard you're working on this. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to really work on this, but have you seen the pirate legend weapons that are available for for the mm-hmm. arena stuff? Yes, yeah, have you? God, those are sexy. They are um, nice, very nice. They're absolutely amazing, and uh, I wanted to let people know about this, and then hear your your kind of rebuttal on this. But uh, I found out that on around the time of June twenty fourth, they're changing the requirements for grade five to be able to get that. So if you don't know, in your pirate legend, you can get these pirate legend weapons, which look amazing. To be able to get them, you have to win first place for two hundred and forty uh, arena matches. Um, which is a, a fair amount, but on uh, towards the end of June, uh, we're, I'm not going to set a date because they've set a date, but we don't know if that's going to be you know actual date or not. But mm-hmm. around that time, they're going to be uh, reducing it from 240 to 100. And anyone who has re- who who has completed 240 by the time this change is implemented will automatically be given a unique version of that. Uh, but one of the things that I, I didn't realize was when I went back and reread the forum post that they put out there was is that once you hit 240, even after the update, you get the unique uh, cosmetic mm-hmm. for those weapons. Yeah. Um, which is kind of nice because at first I was kind of freaking out like how the heck am I supposed to get 240 wins when I haven't been focusing on the arena at all. But if you if you hit it um, after the update, you still you still get that that cosmetic. So I want to let everyone know: Are you happy with this change? Because this is different. yeah. I mean, I mean, it is very different, and I, and I think I can imagine what those weapons are going to look like as well. Because we did get those um, uh, these anniversary uh, mm-hmm. weapon uh, the, the the mug and the the blunderbuss and everything, which were exactly the same model as the ones we've already got, but they were more elaborate and glowy. And I think that's yeah. basically what we're going to get. They're going to be, but to be totally honest, I think what they should give to the people, <laughs> I think what they should give to the people who get a hundred is just a little jar of salt. Quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, no, no, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not being horrible or anything, but like you know, they're called legendary for a reason, and yeah. you need to do something pretty legendary for them. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean. I, 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 it's a good idea what they've done, but in in a perfect world, I think they should have just left it as it was because 
getting 240 wins in an arena is a pretty legendary thing to do and you, you get mm-hmm. a reward for it but but i suppose now they've got the two different tiers of it so i guess you know it makes it a lot a lot more fair so people can get the 101 so they can be the um, yeah they can be the the build rats and then <laughs> the other yeah. people get the even better ones but yeah it's an interesting way to do it it, it, it is and it, and the, the reason i um I, i'm saying that it's different is is uh for those that don't pay too much attention to this typically rare would offer a special reward for people that hit a mark prior to a date uh and and say like you know if 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 you got the the overachiever sales it was because you completed a certain number of things in the game before a certain date and Mm -hmm. if you if you hit pirate legend before the anniversary update you got a special thing this is the first time that i've really seen them do something where they're like we're changing this and if you achieve this even after the date you still get the cosmetic, um, mm. and I and I feel like I tend to prefer that a lot more because it does oh, yeah, it yeah. kind of gives you a yeah. short term goal, but it also gives you that long term goal, and they're mm. just letting you know like before the date, if you get this, you'll automatically be given the the long term goal because you've already achieved it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of happy to see that change, but I do agree. I think I think that the 240 is fine. It's something that you work towards. There's not many long-term goals in the game um mm. that that you can really work towards once you've hit kind of pirate legend once you've kind of hit athena 10 there's mm. not too much of a tail to to work on post mm. that um outside of of some of the harder to get cosmetics mm. exactly yeah yeah need to have more stuff like that need to have more ridiculously elaborate things to work toward i mean like mm. um uh like for example you know the athena 10 um uh, cosmetics, the you know, the, what I like to call a lampshade uh, cos- costume, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they can they can have a, a completely different color scheme for that. They could have like the devil's raw version of that cosmetic, yeah. But you need to do the same amount of achievements, but in the devil's raw, just as an example. But they, it would be nice to have some really sort of far flung things that you really need to invest like ridiculous amounts of time in to have, just so that they can, um, you know. They, they can go ahead and have things like that so yeah yeah and i i think having like the expanded cosmetic color variants is a great idea i think they need to really kind of push to have all of the cosmetics in the game have one or two different versions to to choose from as opposed to just the the one variant and and live with that because there's a couple there's a couple ship liveries that i would love to have like the the colors actually flipped on to to be able to give you that option um and and if that was something like you know if that was tied to accommodation kind of like with the hunter's call i'd totally Mm. be fine with that i I wouldn't Mm. mind grinding out something like that Mm. um to to kind of wrap things up uh last week i asked uh one of my viewers who who gave some good information about the uh the game um if he was a robot and uh people's republic (laughs) responded back um, he he wanted me to know that his kids told uh, wanted to let me know that his his kids said that he is not in fact a robot, but they did kind of wish that he was a robot so that he would not sleep, and they could spend more time with him. Um, no. So I did want to uh, uh, see if you you would have you would be willing to thank me with uh, um, thank them with me, uh, mm-hmm. Aiden and Case. 
mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're listening, thank you for letting me know that your dad is not, in fact, a robot. I, too, <laughs> am very disappointed that he is not a robot because I could do with more robots in my life. Uh, yes. I feel like I've, yeah. I've been kind of shunned for having robot friends, and uh, mm. I, I definitely am very mm. grateful that you gave on that information. Um, maybe, 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 maybe he could. Uh, maybe they could try and get him to become a robot. I mean, we are in a twenty first century right now. That's true. I would mm. be okay with that too. I, I look mm. forward to hearing more information about the further convergence of your father becoming a, a robot. Um, yeah. And then the the last thing I wanted to touch on was Evil Monkey got upset at me because I didn't uh, uh, give him or I didn't talk about the hint that he had for people who were fishing for pondies. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he mentioned that if you go out to some of the, um, some of the forts like a uh, crow's nest or hidden springs keep, you can actually fish, uh, mm-hmm. uh, at them fairly quickly for pondies and mm-hmm. sail South and turn in fairly quickly, uh, to the North star sea post. And I would agree with like the crow's nest and Steven spoils. If you're looking mm-hmm. for a quick way to make uh, to, to get pondies without having to deal with skeletons, um, mm-hmm. go to some of the inactive forts that have ponds and mm-hmm. uh, util- yep. utilize that space because that's a that's a, a great way to, to kind of work on those commendations as well. You've mm-hmm. been you've been doing the galleons, uh, the fishing galleons, right? Fishing barge, yeah. That's that's basically what we've been doing. We've been going to Hidden Springs Keep. We've been all um, stood around that little pond area and hauling large amounts of pondies. Um, last time we did it, we had, <laughs> I think, we had at least about 138 of each, each type of pondy, apart from the sunny oh ones, because they're. But um, and then handed them all in, and we got about 10 percent XP. <laughs> <laughs> balanced completely <laughs> <Yeah>. balanced <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's good fun it definitely has a good way to um it's a nice chilled out feeling as well apart from last time i did it i was soloing and there's usually a a, a um, rowboat that's in the center of that lake as well so it's good because you can stand on the rowboat really mm-hmm. stupid rowboat placement but still um you can yeah. stand on that rowboat and then you can load that rowboat up rather than running backwards and forwards to your ship or you can sink mm-hmm. your ship so nobody knows you're there, and you can load up the rowboat and come come back with your ship. But I was doing that the other day, and the fort popped whilst I was <laughs> stood there on this rowboat. So uh, I'm there, I'm there listening to some nice chilled out music, you know, like oh this is nice and relaxing. All of a sudden, the skeleton comes at me. I'm like, what the hell? This is, and I look up, and there's a skull looking down at me. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> and then like, there was a really. <laughs> and then of what I was the having forts. to do was I had to bring my sloop over, get hammered by the cannons a few times, and then I had to oh, run backwards and forwards man. from the fort with skeletons firing at me left, right, and center, trying to pick out these um, fish from this rowboat so I could take them back. And it turned like a really nice chilled out session into some of the most stressful gameplay I've had for quite some time. Oh my god, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so, just, so just be careful when you're at the forts. So that's probably the lesson to be learned there. Can you imagine like what that must look like if it was like real life and your pirate is just like hold <laughs> trying to hold on to all these fish like open yeah. arm just kind of holding and these skeletons are like <sighs> and you're like no yeah. just I'm trying to get them over there leave yeah. me alone <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to take your loot that's just my fish I, yeah. my fish. I just <laughs> let me have the pondies I'll leave you be and they're like get away yeah 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 god that would be hilarious i would love it's to like, see that that video it's like it's like the intro to a new pirates of the caribbean movie that's the sort of thing you'd see jack sparrow doing it's true yeah like <laughs> yeah. oh man i feel like there are so many good stories from sea of thieves that could translate well into a movie 
<sighs> oh yeah yeah for sure yeah <laughs> well i've kept you for way too long uh i wanted this to uh, be fine. like around an hour it's it's well over an hour and a half um to, to tie things up falcor where can people find you if they want to find your content you can find me on youtube at captain falcor and you can also find me on twitch at captain falcor and i'm also doing face cam now as well so you can take the mick out of how stupid i look so there you go <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> I, I I love it. I think it's hilarious. I I still want to see that eye patch. By the way, I want to see how oh, yeah, that yeah. works. I get this. I'm going to test it out. See see how it works. I've I've got one of those halo light things as well because the lighting in this this room is terrible. So, um, I, but that's coming tomorrow. So I'll set all that up and oh, see nice. how it works. But, oh um, man, yeah. you're, you're going to be like a proper streamer soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be. Insane. I just have to start. I have to I have to start getting all the quotes down, don't I? It's that thing. Yeah. When people when people have been subbed for three months, you don't say thank you for three months. You say thanks for the three inch sub. That's yeah. I, I just, I don't understand that. <laughs> thank you, beard. <laughs> thank you, beard. Again. Can I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can I just end though by saying one thing, and that's um, sure. Hi, evil monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh the inside jokes. Um yes, all right. Yes. So that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to get a hold of me, you can always do so at C A P T underscore L O G O N on Twitter. Uh you can always email me at captainlogan at gmail.com. Uh feel free to join uh my Discord if you want to join in the conversation for the Keelhauled podcast. If you want to talk to Falcor and all of his friends and family and followers, you can always join his Discord. I'll have both links in the shows show notes as well as contact info for both of us. Uh that's gonna do it for this episode of Keelhauled Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. If you did, feel free to let us know. There's plenty of ways to do it, like I mentioned before. Um can can I do the like and subscribe thing? That's not a thing for for podcasts like it is for YouTube, is yeah, it? Go 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 for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, be sure to like and subscribe and hit that bell for the notifications too. Until then, pirates. Thank you. I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. Subscribe, right. to Captain Falco. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's stay in then. <laughs>